Welcome to the Hearers and Doers podcast. I'm Becky Kaiser, and I'll be the host for this show. Do you need a space where you can show up just as you are? This is your place. Dry shampoo, crying kids, messy house, and barking dogs are all welcome here. Do you need a cheerleader who sees all your amazing potential and unique ways God's called and created you? Done, I'm signing up as captain. I'm a certified life coach and Bible teacher with decades of experience who isn't afraid to tell you the truth you need to hear. Some weeks I'll be sharing practical and encouraging and sometimes correcting shows, and other weeks I'll be introducing you to new and old friends. You ready? Let's go, my friend. Today, we are going to talk about something that most of you are going to have a really hard time with. Okay, this is all about saying no. All right, so we're going to just practice on the front end. You're going to be experts by the end of this session. I'm going to try to keep it super short. I want you to repeat after me. You ready? No. One more time. No. (laughs) I used to be the absolute worst at saying no. I'm I'm guessing like 95% of you relate because the majority of women I talk to feel the same way. Like we are overcommitted, we're yes-sayers, we're willing to help, we want to help, we want to jump in, we want to be all things to all people, all of that. We don't want to have FOMO, like all the things, right? Um, here's the problem. When you say yes to everything, you can't say yes to the thing or the things that matter the most. You are giving a small portion of yourself to so many different places that you are diluted. Like what you are offering both yourself and other people is not great. (laughs) I'm not saying what you're doing is not great. I'm just saying it could be better. And so this is where I said sometimes this podcast is going to be interviews. Sometimes this podcast is going to be mini coaching sessions. Sometimes this podcast is going to be me sharing what God's teaching me. This one's going to be a little bit more like, I just feel like you need to hear from a friend that you need to say no. You need to look at what you are committed to and you need to stop. (laughs) I want you to stop like half of what you are doing probably. Um, In my book that's not coming out till May, we're going to dive into this quite a bit more. Um, And I'm already chewing on some other book concepts that I think this is going to like be a primary focus of because it's become such a big deal for us as women. But the thing is, we overcommit. We say yes to all the things. So here's what I want you to do. Okay, here's your homework assignment. Yes, you have homework and please do it. I want you to find a piece of paper in your house or post-its. I'm a big post-it fan. And I want you to like think of what are things that you're doing right now? Like what are things you are committed to? And I know everything feels like you can't get out of it. I know every single commitment to like, well, I've already said yes, I have to do it. There's no getting out of it. I have to do it till the end of 2023 or the end of the school year or my yes needs to be yes, all that stuff. I get it. Okay, that's fine. Still put it on there. (laughs) Still put it on there. Um, Every single thing that you're volunteering, 
that you're doing, you can leave off things like I'm a mom, I'm a wife, and your job. Um, but everything else, put it on there, okay? Now, I want you to kind of go through that list and I want you to ask yourself, are any of these looking at these things on a piece of paper? Are any of these things like obvious no's? <laughs> like, are any of these things like, why? Why are you signed up for this? Why are you doing this? No, stop doing this. If there's anything obvious on your list that you can go ahead and scratch off, do that right now. Okay? Just do that. Yeah, I'm not asking you to take the steps to like, you don't need to email anybody or do any of that. We're just making our choices and selections. Okay? This is like, a, you know that when you're, when somebody gets, a, like one of my kids get a shot and then they have to get like a band-aid taken off or they skin their knee and you need to take a band-aid off. And like the fear, that's my alarm to not forget my child at school. Um, the... And it's like the fear of ripping the Band-Aid is so ginormous. It's so much worse than what actually ripping the Band-Aid feels like. That's kind of this right now. So we're, we're right now we're just like ripping, preparing to rip the Band-Aid. Okay. When you actually rip it, it's not that bad. Um, okay. The next thing I want you to think about, is there anything you just don't have to do? You don't have to do right now or you could do it a different time right? That, that maybe in this current season, it's not best. Um, or even think through like, are there things you're doing that you're like, you know what, when I'm, when I'm doing this, it doesn't bring out the best in me. You know, these, these people, when I'm around them, it really causes me to gossip a lot. Or when I'm around them, it's, it's making me slip into these habits and I don't, I don't like who I'm becoming. Or when I'm around them, it's, it's bringing out a lot of envy in me. And listen, there's a, as Christians, there's a balance that we, Jesus said in his word, like he didn't call us to be out of this world, right? but he sent us into the world and he gave us the protection of the Holy Spirit. And so I'm not saying put yourself in a bubble because within our bubbles is plenty of temptation as it is. So there, I'm not, I'm not saying, so please don't hear that in my suggestions here. I, I'm kind of referencing how how many places are you serving at your church? How many volunteer slots are you filling at your kids' schools and on their activities? How many boards are you serving on? Um, also, how many things are you saying yes to that's just numbing out? Like how many shows are you watching a week? How many hours are you spending on social media? All of that. Now, I want you to just get in the habit of saying no. Saying no so much, you don't know what to do with yourself. <laughs> Become a no-sayer, all right? I know, like, the cool thing is to do is to say yes, but let's go back to Nancy Reagan days and just say no, all right? Just say no. And I want you to send me DMs, Becky Kaiser, K-I-S-E-R, on Instagram, and let me know all the things you've said no to. So I'll give you some examples. For me, so I started this. When did I start this? Just say no. Mariah was like one. And I just realized I've so overextended. I was doing so many little things. 
Um, and I realized what I realized was at the heart of it, the root of it, Yom, is I, it was my worth. I was trying to prove my worth. I was trying, at the time, I was a stay-at-home mom, and I was trying to say yes to a thousand little things because I thought that maybe it would make me more meaningful somehow, which is now as a 41-year-old, I'm like, that was dumb, but nice try, Becky. <laughs> um, but then when we start saying no, we create space for God to say some yeses. And that is what I'm so excited for you about because the yeses will blow your mind. But right now, friend, I'm looking at my bookshelf in my office right now, and I used to always keep the top shelf open. Right when I started to say no, I had heard a sermon um, from our pastor at the time that said to create space for God. And that's when that was the sermon that like just got me like, you gotta say no to things. And I started say no to things and back it out of things and um and to help remind myself to do that because it was such a problem is I cleared out the top shelf of any built-in or bookshelf I had just to remind myself create space create space and when we moved into this house a couple of years ago I just felt like the Lord said you can fill the top shelf you made space for me and because of that, I was able to get into the place I'm at now, and I'm able to say some really intentional good yeses finally, um, because I had the space to. Um, that's what I want for you. I want all the yeses you have to feel like the right yeses, that you're not so spread thin in friendships that don't mean anything <laughs> or that kind of drain you but you have a thousand of them that you're like, but that you've said no to friendships that don't bring you life so much that now you're saying yes to friendships that are abundantly life-giving. I want you to say no to the things that aren't life-giving. Like for me, I every year have to say no to room mom. The teachers always think I'd be so great at it because I love my kids' teachers. Oh my goodness, I love my kids' teachers. So grateful for them. I love the booster clubs and PTOs. And because I love them all so much, people think I'd be so great at them. And I would be terrible. I'm terribly, terrible, terrible, terrible at anything administrative. Great at ideas, great at having fun, great at making things special, but terrible at following through on things administratively. And so... Guess what I do now? I just say no. And instead, I just try to love on the teachers and encourage those who say yes to those roles because we need them. So for you, though, you might need to make space so you can say yes to Rumam or PTO or um, some board you want to sit, stand, sit on and so that you have space for that. So anyway, Nancy Reagan, just say no. Let me know what you've said no to. I can't wait to hear all about it. I'm proud of you. I know this is going to be hard. <laughs> I know saying no is not comfortable. And I know a lot of you are going to struggle with the fact of, but I've already given my commitment. So I, you know, I will think about this and I'll pray about this. And maybe, maybe over the summer, I will say no. My friend, if you are feeling like you need to say no, even though you've already said yes, here is your permission to go ahead and say no. 
I will wrap this with one last story. Um, our family had, last spring, we had really, if you follow me on social media, you know that we have done competitive dance for years and years. Um, but last spring, I really had just started feeling in my spirit, like maybe we needed to take a break, that maybe we just needed less. We needed more time as a family. That We just needed more pullback. And that was a very hard decision because if any of you have been a part of any type of um, competitive sport like that, you're, you live there. Like those people become your family. Our girls loved it. Um, and all of that. And it, it was very hard. So we ended up saying just I'd met with the studio to try to see what we could work out and Literally the day before auditions, we changed our mind because we just couldn't imagine not not dancing anymore. And we signed the girls up to audition. We're like one more year. They auditioned, they made it, and um, we decided to do another year. We went to nationals a couple weeks later, and when we were at nationals, my husband and I were walking around, and we I mean we had had an amazing time. Again, we'd been there with all those families, and we just loved everyone. And I remember Chris and I walking down the hall and just saying, did we make a mistake, though? Like, is this what we want a whole nother year with everything being about dance? Or do we want more family time? And so we decided, even though we had already said yes, even though we'd committed to the team, even though we'd already been placed on the team, let's take a week to pray about it. And so we came home and we took a week to pray about it. And in a week, the Lord changed all of our minds. Our whole family had a lot of very hard conversations, lots and lots of tears. Um, and we stepped out. We stepped out in a way of competitive dance. And listen, it has not been easy. A lot of your nose, some of your nose are going to be so easy. You're going to have a lot of fun <laughs> saying them. Some of them can be hard. Some of them you're going to feel like you're letting people down, and you are. When we said no to the studio, it was letting them down. We'd already been um, put on the team. Thankfully, like, casting hadn't come out yet, which is just, like, the dances that you're placed in. But um, we'd already we'd already been put on the team. We'd already made our commitment, and our friends were expecting us to show up, and we didn't. And that disappointed people. Um and so it, it will be the same for you. There will be things that you have to say no to. But you know what? Every single day, Chris and I look at each other and the way our life is right now. And we are like, no regrets. This has been the right choice, undeniably the right choice for our family. So for this year. So anyway, I say that to encourage you. Some of your no's are going to be really hard. Um, some of your no's other people aren't going to get. Some of your no's are going to get some pushback. Some of your no's you're going to feel like you need to sit on and wait on. Um, or some of your no's you're going to feel like, well, but I already committed, so I'll rethink about it in the future. Doesn't matter. You need to just pull that trigger. If you're feeling it, I think you need to trust. We need to learn to trust the spirit within us more than we do. All right. Let me know how it goes. James 1.22 in the ESV says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only. 
Or the message translation says it even more bluntly. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. This podcast is called Hears Endures because that's the kind of people we are committing to becoming. Women are men who choose to not just hear what is true, but actually live it out in our day-to-day lives. I'd love to hear your big takeaways from today's episode. Would you share them? Post them on social media and be sure to tag me at Becky Kaiser. And if you love today's episode, don't forget to give it an awesome review because that helps others find the show too. And you can always text the link to friends so they don't miss it either. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, my friend. Love you so.